Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. We all listen to you singing. Will, <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. Yes, we're back. And this is our our last uh, episode of the season. We'll return in the fall. Yep. But yeah, and then we're, we're ending on a really, really high note. And I think right now, given the climate of life in the world, it's good to end things on high notes. So Amen. Excited. Yep. Amen. But before we get so you're putting, started, you're, you're putting you, me you're putting me on the spot today. I'm putting you on the spot today. Since it's our last <laughs> podcast for the some for the uh, season, I want to see if you could do a music tip. <laughs> uh, and I want I want the guests, I want the audience to know that Dr. William Smith just told me that I was going to do this. So he, he didn't give me no prep. <laughs> this is this is like when you're on the stage. And you're like a, a background singer and you're happy in your space. And then the person says, go, go sing that. Sing that line. Go do it. Come on. Here's Kenya. And it's like, oh, dang it. <laughs> what am I going to sing? So anyway, um, so I have just come up with this music tip. I don't even know if it's really a tip, but this is my tip for especially our podcast. This summer, we are going to have rewind episodes available all right. And my tip is that you dig into our archive because yes. we are, this episode will make 132. So literally you could listen to an episode every day. And what's really cool is that um, just remember dcradio.gov. Uh, they also air our air different podcast episodes daily every day during the week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's on WHUR in DC. We just got a little notice about that. I think we were kind of we were like, oh, we, we on WHUR in DC. <laughs> so um, so that's the tip. My tip is that you dig in because these are free. These are literally while you're walking, while you're, you know, getting dressed, while you're cleaning, whatever. Um, and we've got so many amazing guests and really, really interesting topics. So yep. my yeah. tip is that y'all dig in. Today's podcast is brought to you by Bandzoogle. From garage bands to Grammy winners, Bandzoogle powers the websites for thousands of musicians around the world. Their simple step-by-step -step system will get you online literally in minutes. You can choose from dozens of mobile-friendly templates, then customize your design and content in just a few clicks. Built for musicians by musicians, Bandzoogle has all of the features you need for your website and EPK already built in. This includes tools to sell music and merch commission-free right on your website, stream your music with flexible options for music downloads, commission-free crowdfunding and fan subscription features, mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send professional newsletters, integrations to pull in content from your online services, including YouTube, Twitter, and SoundCloud, and live support from their musician-friendly team. Not one, not two, but seven days a week. Banzoogle plans start at just $8.29 per month. 
Yep, that's what I said, just $8.29 per month and includes your own free custom domain name. Gotta love that. Go to bandzoogle.com to try it for free for 30 days and be sure to use our promo code MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year of your subscription. That's again, MAKINGMONEYPOD to get 15% off the first year. That was an awesome tip. And and as I go back, congratulations, you got your tip on. (laughs) (laughs) Don't ask me to do that again. That was Uh, it. That was it for the decade. And and it's crazy as as I look back at some of the the summer rewinds that we've had, some of the rewinds Mm -hmm. actually get more listens than the original interview. So it's, yeah, Yeah. we we really appreciate you all digging into the archives. So, yep, do that. Yeah. All right. So, so I'll yes, let you that is interview. our tip. I'll right. introduce our so, next guest. Yes. I'm so excited. I keep interrupting because um, I'm a fan. And y- y'all know I get excited. I-, I don't think we bring anybody on <laughs> that I'm not a fan of. I need to challenge myself more. But um, yeah, this is exciting. You know, we always let our guests tell their background. Um, this is our first time really getting a chance to talk to this gentleman. But I. I have been following his music. Um, I think it's it's always really cool when you hear a song that you're like, you know, this song is good. Like this is, I like this song. And then it catches fire. And then you're like, see, I told y'all this song was good. You know, and because you can be like, I was one of the first people to hear the song. And then when it, you know, when other people hear it and it clicks um, and it resonates with the general public. I think I just get really excited for artists, especially when it's one of their breakout songs. So if y'all have heard the song, you know, y'all, y'all groove. I hear people covering it all the time now. Keep you in mind or keep me in mind. Is it me in mind or keep you in mind? Lord, I'm messing up the song. Let me make sure it is keep you in mind. I said it right. Um, and I want to make sure we pronounce his name correct because some of y'all out here have probably been saying his name wrong because of the way this spelling is, but it is Jordan Banks. Welcome. How are you? Welcome. I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Um, thank yeah. you for such a fun introduction. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm thankful to be here and share a little knowledge on uh, how I how I got into the business and um, how we're yeah. doing our best to to stay uh, relevant, mm-hmm. um, especially in today's musical climate. So. Mm. Um, I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited to have you. And, you know, I I think this is, I, I definitely want to hear your story. I, I want people to, to hear your story. I've dug in a bit, so I know a little, I know moments, but if you could share with our audience, um, those of you who just may not know who you are, what, you know, you currently, how you currently title yourself as an artist and how you got into this, this music game. Yeah, um, I, I definitely can can give a, a quick a quick uh, overview on that. Um, I, I started my own independent label about mm, six years ago, and um, oh. the reason why I started the uh, my own label was the questions that I was being asked from 
you know, a lot of major labels that were to me uh, a bit odd. Um, it was a the, like the evolution of Instagram and social media, and just instead that, that you know it just didn't resonate with soul music and R&B music and, and that mm-hmm. type of music I, I, I connected with. Mm-hmm. And so when, when I realized that um, if I wanted my voice to be heard, I would have to almost, you know, create my own movement and build my own team and my own tribe and uh, put out my own uh, music. Mm-hmm. That that was the only way, you know, my my voice would have uh, broke through and and, and could and could have and could be heard because, you know, so often we we get so discouraged by what people say we can't do, you know, mm-hmm. and we should do. Mm-hmm. When I when I put out "Keep You in Mind," a lot of people was telling me that R and B was dead, you know, and that R and B, you know, what what wasn't, you know, wasn't relevant, and that that. That was a time when it was kind of like it was a little dry. But when you you believe in something and you know you know the power of of, of you know your messaging and the power of a great song, you gotta you gotta push it you gotta push it forward. So I I kind of going indie because a lot of people are big. <laughs> species endangered uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's yeah. how that's how it felt mm-hmm. you know uh put you know the music out it was almost like um we aren't allowed to do it anymore but i, I noticed that once once uh, uh once people f- figure out a way to to copy us and to um mimic us and they do it and then they could do it, and then they do it somewhat, you know, mediocre, good, okay. And it's mm-hmm. almost like you know, their our music becomes theirs, and we have to figure out another mm-hmm. style and another way to uh, to break through. It's like when Justin mm-hmm. Bieber and uh, Ariana mm-hmm. Grande and those type artists starts to do R and B. It's like now, now it's not needed from us anymore but the truth is that R&B speaks in the our music speaks to the soul and so we got to continue to to nurture that and it wasn't it just wasn't happening and I, I felt mm-hmm. like I needed to continue to push forward because uh the 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 light inside of me still has to you know come forward I still want to you know shine my light and I don't want to create a different light that's not me so right. I, I gotta stay authentic and true to me. I know I said a lot, but you know, no, this, you, it, you it, dropped it, some great nuggets. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, you you also <laughs> opened up a Pandora's box. <laughs> you did, and it's really, I mean, obviously, it's quite apropos. It's very right now what you're talking about as far as um, the irony or the paradox of black R&B, whatever music and, and how we then have to almost compete against <laughs> the very thing that we established. So yeah. I, and, and I love the idea of you saying endangered that, that was good, Jordan. That, that was good. I might have to steal that. I might have to say <laughs> that because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got it. Like you got it. You, you hit upon some, some real important uh, topics and concepts 
and I, I want to put a pin in it because I want people to <laughs> get get a, uh, some context on you as an artist. Um, and at first, before we we go deep into that, um, but you said when you first got started uh, that labels uh, weren't really supporting you, um, and so that's why you decided to go independent. Um, how did you set that up? Because uh, this, because you know, we we're talking about um, making money in the music business with this podcast. So, uh, how did you lay the, the foundation for you to start mm-hmm. going into basically business for yourself, becoming an entrepreneur? And you know, how did you find your team? Um, how did you you know set up your promotional structure, all that stuff? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, I'm I'm from North Philly. Um, there was a studio in Philly, and this is this is so ironic. But this is you know just how you know our music has uh, been treated. The history of our music has been treated over the years. So I was in a studio um, that was built uh, by the legendary producers. Gamble and Huff, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Sigma Sound Recording Studio. And it's so historic, you know, so, so like you saw, uh, Beatles, Mike Jackson, mm-hmm. um, David Bowie, uh, Stylistics, Jackson 5, it's just the Jackson 5. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a studio, and um, so, so historical, and I in this studio I meet uh, uh, Brent Selleck, and, and when I tell you this like a match hmm. so organic and it was so uh, effortless, when you when you find someone that believes in you, uh, and, and they uh, support you where they're willing to put in time, and uh, they're willing to put to. Yeah, I was saying that um, Gambling, um, Gambling Huff, Leon Huff, Kenny Gamble, they created the they uh, created the studio 40, 50 years ago that housed the the biggest artists in the world, right. and it's such a you know it was such a historic studio mm-hmm. and like a a landmark, which is like a staple black music in my city. And the culture of my of 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 Philadelphia International, it was almost equivalent to them the uh, to them getting rid of the Motown building. Mm-hmm. You know, they like the original Motown building. They would never do that. You know that, that that's just a, you know a, at least I would think. But you know that's that's how you know that's how the that's how the I feel like the black, that's how black music has, has, you know, been, you know, been like, like the situation we've been in with fighting for, you know, our place and, you know, fighting for our history and fighting for our, you know, culture. Um, it, it becomes a point where it's like, you know, mm. at the, all the, all, all the stories that, that, that buildings has, uh, has had, you know, it, it becomes, you know, money, powers the history and I'm not talking about mm-hmm. our, I'm not talking about rap singing I'm not talking about break I'm about I'm not talking about 
it. I'm not mm-hmm. talking about, um, and I'm not taking shots right. because I love these, I love right. this music, but that's not R and B. You know, like R and B has the mm-hmm. Houston. That's R and B. You know, I mean, right. Cement. Right. B. You know, um, let's go on and 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 on and on, and I just always notice how our music and our culture was hmm. always the first on the oh. chopping block. You know, I was, I was, I remember when I was on a plane with um, mm-hmm. Ronald Isley and uh, he had, he had a show in Las Vegas and he was on his, he was leaving LAX, tr- getting get to Las Vegas and the way that um, he was being treated mm-hmm. and he, he vocalized it. He talked about how they treated him. He talked about where he felt that, you know, that, that, you know, unappreciated and how, when it, when he was a much younger 40 50 years ago he treated him a lot different because he he was more he was mm. more valuable to them but you know you know the paul, paul, paul mccartney <laughs> is still being treated the right. same as when he right. was with the beatles right. I'm, I'm i'm not trying to like be like trying to create oh. tension or like division but i'm just this is- like it's just this is so important. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm so glad you're going here because, um, and I know that <laughs> we'll, we we didn't talk as much about building the team, but this is very, very relevant because I just participated in um, the Recording Academy, which for those of you who are listening don't know, the Recording Academy is who's in charge of the Grammys. And they just did, you know, a Zoom meeting called Amplify Black Voices, and they wanted to hear from... They had Yolanda Adams on the call and, you know, some other, you know, people involved in the industry from a from a black, I guess, perspective. And nobody went where you're going. And that's what I wanted to hear. You know, everybody was more so just talking about how they were frustrated or but not really talking about the belly. And you're talking about the belly. You know, the problem of when you have someone like an Isley, you know, Ron Isley, like you just said, is, is iconic. I mean, what the Isley brothers did, come on. What, you, what they did for music, um, to not have that level of respect as they, you know, have become more legendary. I think it's an excellent example of how um, black voices literally um, are muted. And it happens often. It took it, you know, when the Grammys, you know, would air and do these special tributes, you know, they weren't they weren't tributing um, prolific black artists who have stayed in this game forever. And um, I think it's really what you're talking about is really important. So artists like yourself, you know, need to stay in this (laughs) (laughs) because, yeah. 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 I mean, the difference between. The difference between James Brown is that, you know, he said, uh, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. And he, he, when he walked out of his house and he got into his car and he went into to the studio and he traveled and he performed, he, he, stayed, he kept that mm-hmm. same energy. A lot mm-hmm. of people are black and proud on <laughs> social media, but when it's in front of these people and really speak up, mm-hmm. it's not the same. It's not the same energy. It's real tip, tiptoeing because you, you 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 understand like at the end of the day we're trying to get so we know how to wiggle room you truly have you know a lot of a lot of companies are saying black lives matter but you got to that black 
thighs uh, <laughs> mean. Right. right, right. You know, think about just, you know, how the black dollar only circulates through, mm. you know, in the community is 20. Mm. The Asian uh, community mm. is 30 days. So you're talking about 20 days, 30 mm. days. So the world is, is the nation and the world is in the uproar. Like, whoa, what's going on? You know, I think smart for, for, you know, for companies to say Black Lives Matter, even right. though, you know, I should speak first. And people know that. People, people that, mm-hmm. you know, able to really make make some decisions on the on the uh, on the music front mm-hmm. kind of like still still a little nervous because they've been walking on mm-hmm. yeah 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 you're 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 really um taking off some band-aids and uh <laughs> that definitely have not healed <laughs> so um yeah. that's that's why we're in this this situation now and I mean, I, I t- actually, you know, I teach this stuff, so I, mean, I have a. People a cl- say, yeah. "Go ahead, I'm sorry." <laughs> go ahead. No, I'll just say I have a class no, no, called no, no, Black Contemporary Music. So, so mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, I, I hear a lot of people say, "Oh, I know," but I'm not going to say nothing because I don't, you know, I don't want them to, you know, take me out or blackball me or, you know, I know, but I know the truth, you know, and I. I'm just, I know I, I got to keep my job. I got to keep my, and see, that's the thing, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 it's, it's a little bit, you know, shaky, you know, it's not, it's not a, a foundation is, is, is still being late. And so mm-hmm. I have to be this way. Like, I have to say the truth. I have to speak apologetically and because I, with me, I'm not going to speak and just be ignorant, be you know, just say things or be, or feel like I'm whining or, or, or I'm crying. No, I'm literally speaking uh, to secure uh, our legacy and in the in music and culture we love, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and while and why music, the artist truly spoke to the soul and the artist truly uh re- they they listened to the heartbeat of the people the music right. that we set up to consume there's no real true lead <laughs> to recipe yeah. you know, think about yeah, no, Nina right. Simone you think about Nina Simone and th- these great artists the uh, Marvin Gaye you know with what's going on you know, mm-hmm. we addition that we have an arena or even have a, mm. a space for that artist be. And we should always have right. that. We should always have mm. that. Right. You know, we should always right. have that art. You know, mm-hmm. and um, I always said that I went out, I wanted, I wanted to write songs that everyone could that could relate to everyone of all colors and all sizes and all creeds and all, you know, and that's, and that's what we were able to do. And, and, and I, 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 I just about continuing that journey and making sure that, um, I keep mm-hmm. the fire, uh, still burning, you know, 
we will yeah. definitely keep that going rolling. to the history you 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 touched on some really deep uh deep stuff there and and uh you know not, i don't want to go too deep into the history because i you know like i said i teach all of this in in my courses but uh that's actually why hip-hop uh one of the reasons why hip-hop uh was such a powerful force because uh um black music had sort of abdicated their 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 responsibility of informing people of what's happening uh mm-hmm. like it did in the blues mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then hip-hop just came out as as the way to inform your your people your public and right. that got right. taken over <laughs> So, uh, right. so hip hop is no longer <laughs> the voice of the people. It's, uh, it got right. co-opted as well. So, I mean, there's a whole history and lineage of all of this. Uh, we gonna have to do a whole, <laughs> yes, music history. I, 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 and I think, you know, honestly, there's, this is really good because the conditioning, and, and I believe Jordan, you said this, you know, how we're conditioned. And I, what's happening right now, people, people don't, people don't realize how conditioned they have been on every level, mm-hmm. you know, until now it's like, Oh wait, what? And you know, when you talked about Jordan, about people saying, well, I'm not going to say nothing cause I need to keep, you know, my job or I need to, that is the classic slave mentality. It's classic. And of, of why well, I need to, I'm not going to tell this because I got the good, I'm in the good space here with the master. I'm, you know, I'm in the kitchen. I'm, that's where yeah. the whole uncle Tom, that's where all Absolutely. of that is about. That's the whole point of that. And people are feel, people are so disconnected because of the conditioning, they don't see that this is literally a modern day. We are in a modern formation of enslavement because because when it comes down to it all, it's it's about it's about power and money. It's about economics. And so if we use the mask of race here, or, and when I say use the mask, I mean we get sometimes too caught up on, well, you're black, you're white. It's a power situation. It's an economic, and it was built for black people to be mm, almost the face of, of the suppression. And, but, but in fact, it's, it's the, it's the coin. And when you talked about the black, you know, our dollar lasting only six hours (laughs) within our community and, and 30 days, you know, in an Asian community, this is, this is really, really important. And I, I think that as artists, the the everything has been flattened right now with this whole COVID. You can't have these big old shows. Live Nation just sent out this big thing saying basically, when we do start doing things, artists are basically going to get half of anything that they ever got before. Um, it's really putting everybody in a in a in a in a level playing field. Um, which honestly, for independent artists, we're not. We're used to working. <laughs> We're used to like, you know, and, and coming more from a heart because you would be, you, you would go crazy if you didn't do it from the heart. So this is giving an opportunity. Um, those of you listening as an, as an independent artist, please understand that this is huge opportunity if we use this right. And if we, if we really capitalize on the moment and understand where we've been conditioned and, and the truth and and move unapologetically you said some really key words because this is the time where for the first time in generations where we can speak the truth and somebody people are like hmm let me let me think about this 
Um, so I love what you're saying. I, I, I had a quite, we, we gonna have to do part 20 cause this is like a history lesson. Will this is, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I wanted to say, I wanted to get back into your music for a moment and, um, your song, keep you in mind to me, you know, and as an artist, of course, I'm watching as I'm watching the song beyond just, you know, the, oh, that song right. is good. I'm also like, let me see, how is he working this song? Meaning business wise, because, you know, that song was like, okay, it was the song. It was the, it, it, it was the engine that never stopped. It just kept going and it kept going and it kept going and it kept going and it kept growing and it kept growing. And I was really, I used, when I would coach artists, I said, I want you to look how they're nurturing this song and how he's baby. They're just, they're just cuddling this song until it just keeps growing and growing. It's a huge snowball effect because it gave you guys, you gave it time for it to really resonate. And, and was that, was that intentional on your end? Because a lot of artists want to throw out a song and they give it two weeks. <laughs> and then they're like, Oh, dang it. Nobody. I only got 10 likes. I'm going to release a second song. And it's like, no, give it a minute. Was that intentional on your end or did that organically move like that? Yeah. Um, well, well, it definitely organic. Um, grassroots uh, approach um and it was the longest it was the longest billboard it was the longest um a record to number one uh, the longest record to number one since step in the name of love um uh-huh. which was yeah. which was a big song uh, i say that to say what it did was when you take your time it actually extends your lifespan and cycle of the record. So the longer it takes you to get to that number exactly. one spot or even top 10 spot or whatever spot, the longer it t- as long as you going and keep forward, you know, I was in places like Macon, Georgia. I remember doing, and this is not, this is not even funny, but I remember like we were in like chilling circuit uh, called racial <laughs> tone nation <laughs> like there's a uh, and, and like there's this uh like Alabama or something like that and um I was performing this song in a in like a strip club converted into a nightclub and this is before the song <laughs> even wow. you know <laughs> he said wow well, yeah, it was 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 number one but I would go places. Mm-hmm. And people would say, you know, oh, they would act like it was a ghost town. Like, artists don't show up here. Thank you for coming. You know, you're mm-hmm. talking about Milwaukee mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, you'll be surprised. Those type of markets don't really get a lot of artists that, that you mm-hmm. know, show up and, you know, t- you know, touch the people. And the power of that mm-hmm. really changed, you know, my career, my life, because a lot of that is, is like, eh, you don't have to do that. We'll do, we'll put, mm. a, you know, we'll, we'll put X amount of dollars on this playlist or on this over here. You know, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. figure, we'll cover it up and figure it out. But because we went to the places that no one else didn't go, we were able to establish mm-hmm. ourselves and uh, we were able to really make history. Um, and so I would say, you know, there's a lot of places in 
in this in the, in this country where you could go, where you know people are waiting on you, you know, mm. they they're waiting to see you, they're waiting to hear you, they were they're waiting to shake your hand, you know. Obviously, with Corona, mm. you got to be skeptical with shaking hands, but you know, <laughs> outside of that, they are right. waiting for you, you know. And um, yeah. all you have to do is is is, is show up. And so that's what we did. Yeah. We we showed up. It, it took it took it took it took a lot of um talented people. My my radio my radio promotion uh, my radio promotion guy. He he uh, he was legendary. Michael Johnson. Um, he mm, he broke mm-hmm. records like Sweet Lady for Tyrese, and um, he's just very well respected in that space. And so he had those relationships with a lot of the um, program directors and, you know, we, we were able to really do some, do some great things together. That's awesome. Mm. That I'm so glad you just broke that down because I know people are like, I want to get to New York city. I want to be in LA. I want to, you know, I want to only perform. Mm-hmm. And it's, what you're saying is so true. Making Georgia's a small little, you know, city outside of a couple hours from Atlanta, but those places, I know it's the same thing kind of happened for me. I'm always invited to go to Birmingham, Alabama to do this um, jazz festival every summer. And obviously we're not doing it this summer, but for the past several summers I go. And every time I go to, and I'm thinking who in Birmingham, I mean, I'm in Chicago, who in Birmingham? And I get there and the crowder is bigger and bigger each time. And I'm like, who are the, how, who are these people? Like, <laughs> and it's like, no, they, you know, with, with between the festivals and then the radio, um, radio play that I did get was in, you know, some of these smaller, more independent markets, black music markets. And yeah, the people, they come out. They were out. They were ready. It was outdoor. They had their their coolers, their chairs. We ready. Let's go. And it was like, wow. And I think we have to, as artists, especially as black artists, don't forget our communities, our small communities, because you're right. They, they want to support you. They want to hear the music. They want to touch you. They want to feel like they're a part of a bigger, yep. a bigger space. So, yeah. Yeah, well... Uh, man, I wish we could go on uh, for <laughs> we 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 need another interview. We could we're gonna when we come back for next season. We're gonna have to do that, but um, yeah. but let uh let folks know um you know what stuff you got coming out next and uh how they can get reach out to you if they want and um and you know whatever you format that you're comfortable with as well. So uh, give folks a heads up. Absolutely. Um. I, I've been definitely um, doing a lot of great work with my team, uh, Moon Baby Media, um, Chantel. They they've been uh, very hands on with you know the new the new project I've recorded and uh, written some great songs. At the top of the year, so I'm excited about putting out um, uh, my new project. I launched a luxury loungewear line, so I'm uh, I'm in the loungewear business. Um, super, super excited about that. Um, it's not, I don't, I can't think of five designers that's, uh, you know, that's, that's in the luxury business. That's, uh, black, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not Mm -hmm. really any of that, that out there. So just always, you know, going into unmarked territory and just, you know, trying to be, be a a disruptor, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. in, in, in a positive way. You know, and, and um, right, 
I've uh, created a movement called the Mirror Musician Fund, where uh, I partnered with the manufacturing company in LA that make face masks, and they were able to facilitate face masks to a lot of people. And so there was a time where where uh, we were giving away face free face masks, and then we were also raising money for musicians that's displaced and that may need a little you know little help with a little bill, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a light bill or a student loan, or you know, maybe it's you know, mm-hmm. part a part a part of their rent. We were really out doing some great things, so we're still I'm still engaging and uh, still you know making sure that I'm I'm not losing sight of the bigger picture, and it's really just to um, give people hope, especially in a in a time like this. But um, my music is 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 a uh, has always done done a lot of the speaking for me, so I'm I'm, ex- I'm excited to continue to share more music and um, hopefully inspire some new people. Awesome. You know, it's really you know we, we can only try to touch one person at a time. You know, I try to, to you know obviously everyone's goal is to be you know as, as big as they could possibly be, but you know never lose mm-hmm. sight of the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is really just being authentic and sharing your light and being you and not, you know, trying to fit in to, to be someone else. Um, knowing that if you just inspire a few people, you know, you're, you, you're, you, mm-hmm. it's not in vain. It's not in vain. And so I'm, I'm, I, I, I appreciate yep. you guys. And uh, thank you for um, inviting me on the call. Oh. We appreciate you too, man. Yes, Thanks for absolutely. getting up early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this was such a treat. It was such a treat. And um, definitely you you spread so many jewels. So, folks, please make sure you, you might have to re-listen to this because I, I think you, you said oh, a yeah. lot of things that are really, really appropriate for what's happening right now and how we need to move forward and forge and authenticity and in our art and our craft. So, and becomes the sojourners, <laughs> sojourner truths of, mm-hmm. <laughs> of music and, and, and tell the truth. Yep. So, all right, well, well, this yeah. is it. Yeah. This is the, the last one for <laughs> the season. And I, hey, I think this was I very appropriate. <laughs> Timely. Yes. You should. <laughs> yeah. You taking us out. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But we will be back after Labor Day. But in the summer, please, please, from our music tip, we will have episodes available. Uh, we will post, we'll publish still, you know, um, episodes. But you can always just dig in the archives and listen. And uh, we'll be back in the fall with some more. I've already started booking some people. So I'm I'm really excited. We've got some good, yep. some more goodness. So, Yes. All right, y'all. Well, we'll see you all in July. Was it no? In uh, no, August, September. 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 Right. Yeah. September. That's I'm, after I, don't know I don't know. I don't know. Will. Yeah. But no. Yeah. After and I I'm think about school. Kinda... School. That's yes, my problem. Yeah. No, no, not school. <laughs> after Labor Day in the fall, there's no telling where we will be by September. But I'm just. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep everybody in prayer and. Uh, continue to be blessings in your lives and to other people and we will see you soon yes see See you soon thanks for checking us out thanks peace peace bye all right take care thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode if you would like to join our new artist development program the 3mb club 
please contact us via email at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.